Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Overland Philosopher Podcast. Thank you for joining me. Today we're going to be talking about the natural state overland in Arkansas. Bonfire Rendezvous. Happens every year in the spring. What a great time for everybody just to get together and hang out around the bonfire. Let's talk about it. Stand by. So each year, the Natural State Overland guys provide for us a free event at Birds Outdoor Adventure Center in Oark called the Natural State Overland Bonfire Rendezvous. It's just a time to get together. They pile up a ton of wood to make a bonfire. They have camping and trail runs, nothing really organized. You just show up and have a good time and hang out. Nothing really special, just doing life together. We'd planned on going up and meeting Aaron from Artemis to camp out on Friday night. He had a videographer, photographer guy coming to do some shots for social media. He wanted to get some photos and videos of gear of us just getting out and exploring. The weather wasn't supposed to be great, but we're not really fair weather overlanders. We kind of go no matter what's going on. So we plan to go no matter what. Now, the ladies had planned to do their own thing. Connie was planning on driving her rig. Several ladies that have met over time had gotten together and wanted to do some women's only camping outing and trail rides. They had planned this for weeks. They were very excited. We had moved the eye camper over from my rig to Connie's, had to go through all of our stuff to ensure that she had everything she needed. She was worried about several different things like getting the tent popped up and closed back, what to cook, getting cold, several different things, but she was determined to do this. So around 3.45, I got off work and we headed up there. We threw their last remaining items in the FJs. We were taking both of them, all of our clothes and our food and electronics that I don't leave in the FJs for people to steal. In case you're out there and you're a thief and you know where I live, you know that my electronics are not in my FJ. So just take that to note. And we headed out. We're supposed to hook up with Artemis at Birds around 7. It's about a 120 mile drive for us. We made really good time, had to stop in Ozark uh, to get gas, but we made it up there before uh, we thought we had, uh, before we had planned. It rained on us off and on the whole trip. It was kind of a miserable day, just gloomy, uh, cloudy and wet. We, we stopped at Ozark, like I said, to refill our tanks, got to birds around 6.10. We had no idea if they were there or not, so uh, we drove around looking for them, and while we were doing that, some lady in a minivan flagged me down. It ended up being a lady named Ashley, who was a friend of Carrie's from Artemis, and we were meeting everyone uh she was meeting everyone there just like we were we visited with her and waited for everyone to arrive and they arrived about 7:15, and we headed out to find a camp spot now around this time it had finally started to rain pretty steady we picked out a camp spot and got all of our rigs situated a uh, nice little camp spot tucked away we didn't know if it was going to storm or not so we wanted to be tucked away up in the trees um there was quite a few places to get but we found a pretty good one the place was still pretty empty at this point. Uh, we were pretty sure the weather had made everyone want to just come up Saturday morning, so yeah, there was plenty of places to get. We pulled out the awnings, and Carrie began to, began to cook dinner, hamburgers for everyone. She says she only cooks in adverse conditions, so it began to pour down rain. And I mean pour down rain. And so 
what she said actually came true. It's crazy how no uh, weather really affects her and her cooking. You know, later uh, that night around 8.30, we decided to set up the tent. The weather wasn't letting up, so I thought, hey, we might as well get it over with. We needed to have a place to sleep. It made it uh, very hard because we had only popped up our tent just a time or two, and we didn't realize that if we had the awning open, that we wouldn't be able to get to all the latches on the Free Spirit Evolution tent. It has several down, several latches. It has eight, two on each side. So we had to fold up our awning in the rain in order to raise the tent. Rookie mistake. Will not happen again. Then we decided to put up my wife's privacy shelter because we didn't have an annex or anywhere to go to the bathroom or change clothes or hang our wet clothes. And it's a pain, but it ended up being one of our better ideas. Sidebar, we are uh, researching a better freestanding shower tent that's easier to put up and take down. The one that we have is really nice. It's really large, but it kind of takes a while to set up. So after this, we were all set. Carrie had hamburgers ready. We camped out under the awnings while it continued to pour. The children were covered in mud. Connie decided to go to bed because she was really wet and tired, and I stayed up with Aaron uh, smoking a cigar. This was also the first night in the tent with a new uh, Chinese uh, self-inflating 4-inch memory foam mattress that I had found on Amazon. Ended up being the exact same mattress as the X-Bed for a third of the price. We didn't put the inflator on it. We just let it self-inflate and we went to bed. It was amazing. No sore hips. No sore back. Slept like a baby. Now, Sunday morning, we woke up around 7. Everything was pretty wet, pretty muddy. In fact, at the bottom of our tent... The ladder was underwater. The only thing that saved me uh, was a fishing suit that I had bought on Black Friday at Academy Sports. I love this thing more than ever now. It was soaked, but my clothes were dry. Our tent uh, was doing really well. Our shower tent boarded on the edge of what would be considered a small pond at this point. I gathered my wits about me and I got out everything I needed to make coffee. I can't start anything unless I have my coffee. Coffee was made. Ladies gathered around, ready to begin their adventure for the day. The kids were again already covered in mud and out of clothes on the very first day. And apparently, I didn't know this, but they were staying with us men. Lord help us. We took photos and videos and saw the ladies off. They were so excited. Mariah from Forerunning the Ozarks was leading them, had the route all planned out. Aaron and I sat around camp and drank our coffee Chris from More Expo came by. Brandon and Haven Waters from H2 Overland stopped by, as well as Rhino with the cool van. Kids were playing everywhere. It seemed like everyone had brought several kids. There were kids everywhere. Dogs were everywhere. It was truly a family time. After a while of sitting around, enjoying the sun come out and drying everything up, we decided to go out and explore some trails on our own. Since everything I owned was wet and we really needed to save our spot, I decided just to ride with Aaron. Plus, I'd never wheeled in a Land Rover before, and I, I thought that'd be pretty cool. I grabbed the drone. I'd forgotten an SD card for my camera, so we weren't getting any good photos, and we were off. We took off uh, Beach Grove Road, just across from Birds. I've been up there several times. Uh, one of the best times I'd ever had camping was with some good friends up there Christmas camp, snowing, sleeting, having a Dutch oven cooking contest. It was amazing. But we went up there. We I thought the ladies had went up there, but I really didn't know. And, you know, if they might it need help, I wanted to be in the area. 
we heard the ladies after we had got up on the trail on the GMRS radio. They were in and out. It was fun listening to their conversations about four-wheel drive, the obstacles and different things. They talked a lot on the radio. We drove into an open area. I got the drone out for some shots. We came across several side-by-sides out enjoying the National Forest. We drove past no home place where a chimney stood still, uh, you know, for the test of time. We came to a Y in the road where I'd planned to go left, but we were forced to head off into an unknown because the road to the left was closed. We took off just not knowing where we were going, but we knew it would come around eventually. We saw some beautiful scenery coming over the mountain. We came upon an old cabin and shack right in the right beside the road. We got out, took some videos and photos. It was a super cool place. We continued on our journey, passing a little community of cabins and trailers with lots of dogs and rebel flags. We decided that most likely they don't tolerate many visitors, so we, we kept going. We descended the mountain and came back to the highway and made our way back to camp. There were tons of people there now. The wood was stacked up for the bonfire and everyone was ready. The ladies arrived a few hours later, all wild-eyed, as some of them had stayed behind to help the police to arrest a drunken driver, my wife being one of them. All arrived about an hour later, and we assembled my Timbo Tuscottle to get ready to cook dinner. Carrie stated that she only cooked in horrible weather, and it was really nice now, so I was elected to make everyone happy with whatever Chef West had packed for vittles. We had some steak and taters, a little stir-fry with some andouille sausage, and then Mariah set up a charcuterie board on a large table, and everyone dug in. The bonfire was lit, and everyone gathered around for some giveaways and enjoyment of a seeing an extremely large fire. But soon we went back to camp to settle around our own little campfire to get to know each other a little better. Mariah drummed up some camp dip. I built the fire, and it was a tough one because all of our wood was wet. Carrie took over the circle around the fire and asked everyone to tell their favorite adventure story. Some of the people there were new and stated that today they did things they never thought they could do, that they could ever do on the trails. Some told stories of their adventures around the globe, including being broken down in New York and the only place they found help was an Asian strip club. I finished us off with a little story about my junior year in high school when we were chased off by the Satan worshippers. What a story. It, It was a great night. I fired up another cigar and enjoyed the fire. Around midnight, all was quiet except for African Chris and more Expo Chris who decided that it was not time to stop drinking and telling stories just yet. A Sunday morning... We rose around 7 a.m. I was just about to poop the bed. Too much charcuterie and camp dip. I was hurting. I totally destroyed our new toilet that I had just given to my wife for her anniversary. Took a whore bath with a shower pouch wipe and I felt so much better. By 7.30 it was on again and the ladies wanted to go down to the restaurant for breakfast. Instead of cooking, I just asked Connie to bring me something back. Aaron and I sat around for a few minutes and then started to break camp. Many rigs were passing us and waving to us apparently they had somewhere to be or we're going to spend another full day out wheeling before heading back to their respective homes it didn't take me long to pack up everything was dry and nice now the scottle a few dishes to wash the awning the tent the shower tent all was put up in no time but i wasn't in any hurry we had all day aaron and carrie packed up the turtle back and with a little help from me they were headed back to missouri we stuck around and aired our tires back up helped more uh, Expo Chris with his tent gave the Land Rover guys a trail route. Talked a while with Legacy Outdoors and Off-Road Recon for a bit, and then then we headed out. Times like this are 
very fun. They're also very different. Normally when we camp, we try and get away from everyone and get by ourselves. If someone has kids or dogs, we get as far away as possible. But times like this are not the case. It's time to meet new people. Time to get out there and just be a part of something bigger than yourself. It's a time to support those who are working hard to create events worthy of your time. It's fun. We had a great time. You know what? I'm ready to do it all over again. Let's go. Thank you again for joining me on another episode of the Overland Philosopher Podcast. I just want to take a minute and thank Aaron from Artemis Overland Hardware for sponsoring this podcast. Check out www.artemisoverland.com for all your overland, off-road, and camping needs. Aaron has everything. He's a friend. You'll become a part of the Artemis family. You will not regret going to Springfield, Missouri, checking out his showroom, or going to www.artemisoverland.com dot com today thank you aaron man couldn't do this without you